Hello, this is Volodymyr Anfimov from Kyiv, and now you're listening Ukraine Under Siege, Russia's Unforgivable War. The International Atomic Energy Agency, IAEA, on Tuesday published a report on radiation safety in Ukraine, where, in particular, it shared data on the mission's visit to the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. The mission confirmed that Russia had deployed military personnel, vehicles and equipment at various locations at the Zaporizhia NPP, including several military trucks on the first floor of the turbine halls in Units 1 and 2. The International Atomic Energy Agency mission also recorded the presence of the Rosatom expert group, which, at the Russian side told them, quote, gives advice on nuclear safety, security and actions to the ZNPP management. The IAEA believes that the presence of Rosatom's senior technical staff could interfere with the normal work of operational management and create potential friction in the decision-making process, the report says. It is also mentioned that the presence of Russians at the Zaporizhia NPP had a negative impact on the Ukrainian personnel of the station, who are in extremely stressful conditions. In its recommendations, the IAEA calls for an immediate halt to any shelling of the station in order to avoid further damage, which requires the consent of all relevant parties. At the same time, it is not indicated who exactly is carrying out the shelling. A separate recommendation concerns the immediate creation of a nuclear protection zone around the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, in which the IAEA is ready to help. The situation in Ukraine is unprecedented. For the first time, an armed conflict is taking place on the territory of a large nuclear installation, the report's conclusions emphasize, where the threat of a potential nuclear conflict is noted. Ukrainian defenders liberated some settlements in the south of the country, but the military leadership will report this after cleaning up this territory. Source, head of the Joint Coordinating Press Center of the Defense Forces of the South of Ukraine, Natalia Gumenyuk. Further direct speech. We continue positional battles. There are territories that we have already liberated and there is an estimated time for declaring these territories as already completely under the jurisdiction of Ukraine. Therefore, let's wait a little longer. We are preparing an official statement on this matter as we make sure that these settlements, after all the horrors of the occupation for the six months, are not subjected to massive artillery and airstrikes from the enemy. Based on such calculations, the military command clearly indicates the time when these settlements can be declared free and come under Ukrainian jurisdiction. The occupiers leave behind a mined area, and this is one of the main threats that can be serious for those residents who are in a hurry to return to these territories. So we are in no hurry to announce the liberation of settlements in order to conduct a thorough cleansing of sabotage groups and such surprises. President Volodymyr Zelensky virtually opened stock trading on the New York Stock Exchange and introduced the Advantage Ukraine portal with opportunities to invest in the Ukrainian economy. The platform was presented by Zelensky himself, who took part in the event online, as well as by the first deputy prime minister of economy, Yulia Sviridenka. The round table within which the presentation took place brought together the heads of such global companies as Pfizer, S&P Global, etc. The Advantage Group 
initiative aims to attract investment to the country. The platform contains investment projects and opportunities in 10 industries such as military-industrial complex, metallurgy, energy, agriculture, woodworking and furniture manufacturing, innovative technologies, logistics and infrastructure, pharmaceuticals, natural resources, industrial production. Ukraine offers to all interested a menu of potential opportunities worth than $400 billion. The portal includes public-private partnerships, privatization and private enterprises. It is noted that the Ukrainian delegation presented an investment plan in Lugana and the list of real projects is growing and becoming more diverse. NYCE Group President Lynn Martin said that the group is honored that the president has chosen NYCE to announce the launch of Advantage Ukraine. On Tuesday, September 6, the European Commission proposed to completely suspend the visa facilitation agreement with the aggressor country Russia. Now the decision must be taken by the Council of the EU. According to the press service of the European Commission, this is a response to increased risks and threats to the security interests of the EU and member states due to Russia's military aggression. A country like Russia, which is waging an aggressive war, should not claim visa facilitation as long as it continues its destructive foreign policy and military aggression against Ukraine, the message says. The European Commission explained that the Russians will face a longer, more expensive and complicated process of obtaining a visa and the EU countries will be able to more carefully control who they are issued to. At the same time, the EU will remain open to certain categories and including family members of EU citizens, journalists, dissidents and representatives of civil society. The visa fee for citizens of an aggressor country will increase from 35 to 80 euros, the application process in time from 10 to 15 days and can be extended up to 45 days in certain cases. Also, Russians will need more documents when applying and the rules for obtaining multiple entry visas will be stricter. Thank you for listening to us and helping to bring closer the victory of Ukrainians in the struggle for freedom and independence. Glory to Ukraine!